everyone, and welcome to Drunk Musicals. I'm Julie. I'm Jenny. I'm Roseanne, and we are Three, Three Drunk, Drunk Redheads. We are here to break down some of your favorite Broadway shows. We'll be bringing you history, trivia, and plot descriptions while also getting sufficiently toasted. Please be advised that this podcast will contain adult language and themes not suitable for children, as well as some drunk singing that's not suitable for anyone. All right, everyone, places! Thank Thank you, places! And enjoy the show! We're Rose and Julie Jenny, and we are really drunk! I'm Ron! I'm also Ron! I'm Finn! And And we we don't give a fuck! Woo! Yay! (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Drunk Drunk Musicals. Musicals! Woo! We are so excited. We are at the beach. We are recording on location. Yes, that's true. On yeah. location today. I'm very excited. Yeah, we're here. I forgot. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Roseanne forgot we were at the beach. Yeah. All right, so. I just, because I live here now. <laughs> All right, guys. So, just in case you forgot, um, I'm Julie. I'm Jenny. And I'm Roseanne. And I'm very excited to let you know that we have a guest speaker. Visitor, I guess speaker. Welcome to AA. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, that would be appropriate. It's true. We have a guest star. Star. Her name (laughs) is Sarah. (laughs) I thought you were gonna say your name. Oh, I thought you forgot my name. How do I bail her out? I'm the guest visitor star, (laughs) and my name is Sarah, and I'm so happy to be here on this podcast here. I'm also at the beach, which the listeners will have to take for granted. (laughs) Can you just hear the the ocean waves? waves In your your hair, feel that sun. No, that's a pigeon. gone spectacularly off the rails. Sarah, what are you drinking? I am drinking uh, out of a quarter cup measuring cup that still has a bit of whiskey in it. Perfect. And I have a can of rosé wine. We're keeping it classy. Yeah, you know me. That's why I'm the guest. <laughs> Someone has to keep us classy. It's true. Yeah. We, need, we needed to class up the joint. Still laughing over Jenny's whale <laughs> I have many talents. <laughs> One of them is whale sounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, it's Roseanne again. And <laughs> I'm drinking white wine. <laughs> you sound so upset about it. <laughs> oh my god, it's whale sounds. <laughs> you were making whale sounds when you explained <laughs> it. <laughs> that was my whale sound. Jenny's better. Thanks. And uh, Julie is drinking red wine, which is quite a departure for me. Usually I've got a cocktail, but uh, since we are on location, our uh, butler has the, the week off, so he's not here to make us our cocktails. Yeah, so. no he's today. in Oklahoma right now. He is. He's, he's, he's visiting. In <laughs> he's in yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, it's Jenny, and I'm also drinking red wine. I have a box of Shiraz. Nice. That I will be taking part of tonight, and I'm very excited about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that probably brings us to the main event. What musical are we doing? Mamma Mia! Woo! these guys. Ready? Oh, yeah. Ready? No. no. I, I will clink so carefully. Ready? It was so gentle. 
In case you haven't listened to our Carousel podcast, I did break one of Jenny and Lee's glasses by clinking a little too excitedly. But she was just (laughs) clinking herself. No one was clinking with her. And like we did the, we wrapped up the episode and Julie was just like, I couldn't do the clink sound. And then like she slammed two glasses together. (laughs) No, I did not slam Yes, you did. Wow. I was there. I will not take this slander. It was was the best thing I've ever seen. Which one's, which one's talking about? I, I think Lyle's in writing. Yeah. I, I get into a lot of trouble by things I say all the time, so oh my God. I know a lot about that. Okay, so, for those of you, if you're not familiar with Mamma Mia, you must have been living under a rock, because it's everywhere, <laughs> just all the time, insult, forever. Insult them. Oh, that's an interesting fact you said earlier. Oh, uh, so fun fact. Um, it is estimated that on any given day, there are seven performances of Mamma Mia happening somewhere in the world. <laughs> That's an, I, don't, I believe it. It doesn't surprise me. No. So, but in case you in case you have no idea what it's about, it is a show that takes place on a Greek island that is visited by an American, an Aussie, and a Brit, with a soundtrack by a Swedish pop band. Hmm. Oh yeah, and the title is in Italian. Because so it's quite the multicultural event. Mm. Yes, it mm. sure is. It's a lot of fun. Very girl power. Obviously, you guys know the deal. We're going to be getting into the summary later on, when we're a little bit more toasty. Mm. Um. But why don't we just start off with a little bit of the background of the show. Sure. Give everyone some info. Yep. So, Mamma Mia is what you would call a jukebox musical. And, juke, yeah, yeah. Down at the old five and dime. Woohoo! Um, I guess it's just because it's the style of music. It's, it's ABBA. And well, so and a poppy, and, well, and a jukebox musical typically means that all the songs are by yeah. a, an artist, by yeah. the same artist. So, these songs were not written for the musical. They've been adapted... Um, from the just the pop uh, music of ABBA, mm-hmm. and so it's a jukebox musical, and uh, it it features all ABBA all the time. Yeah, yeah. which they were huge in the in the <clears throat> I believe late seventies. Yeah, the late seventies, a teeny bit. I think they were together till like eighty two. Um, so, but they had fabulous outfits. Yes. I think they won like their big breakout was they won Eurovision. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, uh, with with uh, with Waterloo, I think was what they did, um, which is a fun fact that my fiance tells me all the time because oh. he totally makes fun of me for loving Mamma Mia, but he loves ABBA, so he's always like, "By the way, did you know this?" And I'm like, "Yes, you've told me this fun fact three times." So now it's ingrained in there. But anyway, but they're Swedish. They are yeah, Swedish. We can't say their names. No, we really can't. We tried earlier. No. We were just like, should we? We're not even going to try. So sorry, you guys. You can you can Wikipedia. Yeah. Well, the first name Google is Bjorn, Abba. Bjorn, Bjorn Yolva, Volva, Olvius, and then Benny Anderson. That's pretty standard. Those two are the main ones. They are the the, the male members of the the, the group. Um, <laughs> they were the ones who were a part of the musical when they were approached by producer Judy Kramer, and they were actually working on the music for Chess. The musical with Tim Rice. Mm-hmm. Sure, show, show now. Um, the musical opened in the West End at the Prince Edward Theater on April sixth, nineteen ninety nine. You know, I thought it opened like way before that. I know. I thought it was. It, older. it feels like it's been around for so long. Um, and then it transferred to the Prince of Wales Theater on June 9, two thousand four, and it played until September two thousand twelve, and then it moved to the Novello Theater. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. So much movement. Wow. I, and you know, I remember when this opened on Broadway because I was in New York at the time. I'd moved there the year before. And I remember <clears> Mamma <throat> Mia coming and it was a huge thing and it was happening and everything. Didn't it displace cats? Didn't oh, it go to the, the Winter theater. Garden? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a big thing. And I was like, 
that's great. I'm still not going to see it. <laughs> yeah, it opened It opened at the Winter Garden in 2001. It did move a little bit later on, I think, for like the last like two or three years of its run. So it didn't close at the Winter Garden. Mm-hmm. Um, but it ran for... It ran for about 14 years. Oh, yeah. It's the ninth longest running Broadway show of all time. Yeah, and and it's the longest running jukebox musical of all time. Hmm. Wow. Which makes sense. Not a lot of jukebox musicals run super long. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of jukebox musicals in general. How many are there? Well, there's, there's, well, yeah, there's a lot. There's Moving Out. I was just going to reference Moving Out. Moving Out, that's right. That's the Billy Joel one, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. It was really good. There's other ones. Oh, um. On Your Feet, although that's more of a biopic. On Your Feet. Oh, what was the Head Over Heels? Mm. That's a jukebox, isn't it? Moulin Rouge. Yeah, Moulin Rouge, that's a jukebox. That's true. Yeah. It's still technically a jukebox. Yeah, so I guess a jukebox, I misspoke earlier. They're not all by the same artist, but they all use songs that were not Imported, originally written yeah. for the, the piece. Yeah. yeah. Leader of the Pack. Oh. Leader okay. of the Pack. Me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey Boys. Leader of the Pack. There you go. Jersey Boys, yeah. Um, so notable productions. Um, it was on Broadway. Broadway. The Broadway. Uh, Broadway. Um, it's toured internationally in more than 50 countries. Over six continents and has been translated into 26 languages. They should just put up a show in Antarctica and, and get it over with. Just call yeah, it a day. Right? Yeah, seven. just do, do one. It. One show. Mm-hmm. Like, charge a whole bunch of money for it. The Penguins can come see it. Um, and there was the film in 2008. We watched it this morning. We did. It's lovely. It is really enjoyable. Um, and then 2017 Hollywood Bowl. Hmm. Yeah, they did a Hollywood Bowl. Um, I think the biggest wings were uh, Corbin Blue and Jennifer Nettles and uh, Dove Cameron, I think. Yeah, Dove Cameron. She's a little Disney darling, if you don't know who that is. Yeah. She's adorable. Mm -hmm. I love her. Isn't she on, I think she's on the West End right now doing something. She's in Light in the Piazza. That's what it is. Mm. Yep. Hmm. Apparently doing very well. Yeah. Go girl. Hmm. Other notable performers uh, for Donna, who is the the Meryl Streep character. She's the lead older lady. Um, Louise Petra, is that how you say it? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Louise. Hey, Louise. Meryl Streep. Sing out, Louise. Obvies. Jennifer Nettles sang it at the Hollywood oh, Bowl, which yeah. is really interesting. Mm-hmm. But I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah, I can too. Yeah. Uh, Sophie plays her daughter. She's the younger woman in the show. Tina Madigan uh, was original Broadway. Amanda Seyfried plays her in the film, and Dove Cameron played her in the Hollywood Bowl. And then you were telling us Christy Altamere also played her. Yeah, she was, I, I mean, the production was well into its run, but yeah. um, Christy mm-hmm. Altamere, who's Anastasia, mm-hmm. also played Sophie yep. for a while. And then we got Rosie, who is one of the mom's best friends. She's mm-hmm. part of the, Dyn- the Dynamites. Yeah, the Dynamos. Um, the Dynamos. dynamos. Uh, Jenny Galloway was original London cast, and then Judy Kay. Mm-hmm. Is, I love Judy Kay. Mm-hmm. Um, is Broadway. I really mostly the the only reason why we're we're pretty much done talking about like the notable performances except for um, Sky because there's like two or no really I just put Corbin Blue because whatever. Um, oh wait, wait I mostly I said, I'm sorry we almost skipped over Molly Weasley. Oh, I'm How so sorry. Do? How, oh, yeah. How did we forget the amazing Julie Walters? Julie Walters played her in the movie. Yeah, yeah and we're not talking true. about, what's her name? The other one. Christine Baranski. Yeah. She plays Tanya. Yeah. Christine yep. Baranski and Julie Walters are everything in the movie. Yeah. The main thing I wanted to point out, though, which, um, uh, it was nominated for, like, some Tony Awards and, like, whatever. Um, the reason why I wanted to point out the Rosies was because Jenny Galloway 
um, I believe, won the Olivier Award for uh-huh. it. And um, Judy Kay was nominated for the Tony. And aside from whoever was playing Donna, the only other uh, actor performer to be nominated for an acting award were the ones who played Rosie. Which I thought yeah, was interesting. interesting. It, it's a really fun comedic role, so it's probably a really good strength for like a good comedic yeah. actress. Julie Walters is just she's so she's good. so funny. I kind of wish we were just doing the movie because yeah. <laughs> she's so good. I know they're very similar. They're very similar. The, the yeah. movie the movie's a pretty almost pretty pretty good true adaptation, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. All right. So do we want to do? Have you ever seen it, Jenny? I've only seen the movie. Never seen the show live. Um, like I said, it was on, it just opened on Broadway after I moved to New York City, and everyone I knew was seeing it, and I was kind of like, mm, I don't know, blah, 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 it looks dumb, and I didn't see it, and I regret it now, because mm. I really enjoyed the movie, so that's me. Here we go. I, uh, I've seen the movie, loved the movie, seen the sequel, loved it, I laughed, I cried, Aww. alone in the movie theater by myself, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I've only seen it live once, when the tour came through Philly, a friend of mine was playing Sky, in the tour. So I went to go see him play it. And so that was a lot of fun. We were like way up in the nosebleeds and my aunt was sitting next to me and was singing the whole time. Oh no. Um, so it was, no, it was fun. Um, so that's my only live experience. And then in preparation for this, I also watched um, several high school, <laughs> high school performances um, on YouTube. So. <laughs> wow. You're so prepared. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I have never seen it live. I love the movie though. And mm-hmm. like, it's, Obsession level. Yeah. I really okay. enjoy it a so lot. So good. Um, Sarah? Sarah? Hi, I'm here at the beach. Um, <laughs> I have uh, a very rancorous relationship with Mamma Mia because my mother in law loves it and I um, feel the need to not love everything that my mother in law loves um, quite so much. But uh, we're trying to do it at my high school where I direct. That's on our short list of ones. So I've seen a lot of the YouTube, the same YouTube ones. I have absolutely seen the movie. Um, and I think, uh, I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Awesome. Um, so Julie, (laughs) Julie ran away. So no Tony wins for this. I needed more wine. I'm sorry. Um, I'm back. But it was nominated five times. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. And And it's not really like the most, you know, (laughs) you know, like what, what are you talking about? It's not Shakespeare here. I mean, I cry every time. Ooh, look, I made it rosé. Oh my god! <laughs> I cry every time with slipping through my fingers. Yeah. Today, my children. My we were oh, today. We were watching the movie, and my husband called, FaceTiming with the, the children who were at home. Thank God. And um, the slipping through my fingers started. And I just got done telling them that I cry every time. And as soon as FaceTime started, both of my kids started crying and whining, and I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> I like have no interest in being emotional over this song now, and you guys need to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So mm. now we're here at the fun part. Woo! That was a really good, quick intro, guys. I know. Oh, yes. it. We're so, we're we're really really yeah. nailing this. We really yeah. are. That was awesome. Um. Oh, it's me. Yeah. yeah. So can you just get All your right. life together? <laughs> Sorry. Hey, oh no. No, you're fine. Hey guys, this is the part of the pod when we go over the plot of the show. As best as we can. As best as we can. Um, and it's going to be fun because we're drinking alcohol. And um, yeah, so we're going to start with Julie. Allow me to transport you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sensing, Jules. 
Greece. Whale sounds. 2000. <laughs> Don't do it. You'll laugh for 45 minutes. <laughs> it almost kind of sounds good. I'm transported. I know. I feel like we're there. I feel like we're there. Can you just feel the breeze? I feel it. I okay. feel the sunburn on my skin. <laughs> I literally have a sunburn. I know. I think we all do. I As we all do. Weirdest sunburn. Yeah. Okay. So the show opens up on the island of Kalokari, which does not exist. Don't try to go there. It's not real. Okay. Um, Another it, it only appears once every hundred years. Is it Italian? Like, Kalokari? Like no. Mamma Mia? No. Shut up. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Again, I feel like we've gone wildly off the rails already. Okay. Uh, try to so, say this next island. Scopelos. Oh, you're oh, good. Scopelos. So the Scopelos is the name of the real island that Kylo Kyrie is apparently based on. So it's the year 2000, um, and it starts off with uh, with Sophie. So she's the daughter. Um, she's 20 years old, and she's sort of sitting there being introspective about some envelopes in front of her, and you're like, whoa, what's, what's going to yeah. happen? What's in these envelopes? I'm, I'm so... I'm, I'm pulled in already. Yeah. Um, and so she sings. Um, so she sings a little saying, a little ditty. It's um, the, the ABBA song "I Have a Dream." Um, and so she's singing. So she's singing that, and then she announces the names that are on the envelope as she drops them into the mailbox, and she's mailing them to these three guys. Their names are Bill Austin um, or Anderson, if you're watching the movie, Harry Bright, and um, Sam Carmichael. And then she mails them away, and then that that part's done. So then her two friends show up, and they're her bridesmaids, and they're like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are we going to do it again? That's where our intro came from, yeah. because they show up on the dock, and they, I guess, were like, I don't know, high school friends or something. Yeah. And so they have this little cheer that they do together. Yeah, like, you know how, like, when you, you would make, like, secret handshakes with yeah. your friends, and you'd be like, they're like I'm so You can't see me, but I'm doing a really good secret handshake. Little, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So she's so excited to see her friends, and they're like, "Oh my god, exposition! I can't believe you're getting married, and you can't do it without us, your bridesmaids." Right. So um, uh, Sophie tells them, "Oh my gosh, you guys, I have like a huge secret to tell you. I'm so happy you're here." And they're like, "Oh my god, you're pregnant!" And she's like, "No, that's not until the sequel." Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and so, and so she's like, "I invited my dad to my wedding," and they're like, "Sophie, you always told us that you did not know who your father was," and she's like, "I know." I invited three different men who are complete <laughs> strangers to me because I read my mom's diary. <gasps> I would not want to read my mom's diary. I don't. I don't need to know. Hell no. I don't. That feels so personal. I'd feel so yeah. weird. Yeah. Weird, weird. I don't even want to read my own diary, and I don't even yeah. keep one anymore. <laughs> I always keep one for like three days after Christmas when I would get one as a gift, and I would like. So I have like really good detailed. Like three days after Christmas for like ten years in a row. Today I played with my PlayStation. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can't believe my dad got us a Wii. Like, <laughs> uh, Julie got me a day by day journal. I did for my birthday. Pretty cool. And I wrote in that thing for a solid three months. I don't even know where it is. Wow. <laughs> I well, you just talked about how you only wrote in your journal for three days. No, I was saying wow, but I was surprised you wrote in it for three whole months. Oh my god. <laughs> Jenny keeps a bullet journal and I she's do. like really it's good about beautiful it. Beautiful too. It's yeah. crazy. I love that. So anyway, so they sing the song Honey Honey. And so during the song, uh, Sophie's running around and she's like reading aloud excerpts from her mother's diary, which like rude. Yeah. Um yeah. especially since it's about her mom's like sex voice. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, she's basically like, and then he put it 
in my ass. <laughs> no, because that's not how babies are made, Roseanne. After oh. he put it in my vagina. <laughs> Definitely after. You don't want to do it the other way no, around. That's no, cross-contamination. No. It's dangerous. Seriously. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's a, important that's lesson a, for your listener. That's a dumpster next to a playground. You Front know. to back, everyone. Front to back. Okay. Wow. <laughs> next to the kiddie pool. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, Sophie, so the diary is from the year that, like, she was conceived. And so she's basically reading through it, and she's like, oh, she met these three guys, Sam, Bill, and Harry. And they were all, like, pretty close to each other. Um, And so she's like, one of them has to be my father. So I just invited all three of them, and they all said yes. Which, can we just talk about for a second? Mm. Can you imagine if you had, like, a brief summer fling with somebody, and then 20 years later... You got a wedding invitation to their daughter's wedding. Would you go? But the wedding invitation says open bar, so you go. I guess that's fair. But also in Greece. Greece. Oh, yeah, I guess I would go if it was in Greece. It's in Greece. Although I guess, like, so the one guy is Australian, the other guy is British, and the one guy is American. So I guess, like, the British guy, like, going to Greece, it would be like getting invited to a wedding in, like, Tennessee for us. Like, it's not... Well, in terms of distance, not in terms of, like, coolness. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No offense, Tennessee. Tennessee. Here we are. You do have Nashville. Yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee. The Greece of America. (laughs) Maybe she's not better. Oh, that sounds weird. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, so she confesses that she invited all this, and she, she says that she's sure that she'll just know her father when she sees them. So, whenever they show up, she's gonna know that, like, that's them. So... (laughs) Uh, then, uh, Toby's mom shows up on the scene, the infamous Donna, Donna. um, wearing her classic overalls because she rejects traditional feminine values. This show is very, like, feminist, very, like, sex forward, women power, you know, because Donna's, like, single mom, her two best friends who we're going to meet in a minute as well, also, like, uh, very women empowered. One's never been married. The other one just keeps marrying millionaires and taking all their money. So she's a bit of a man eater. Um, but so Donna, she's up on the scene and she owns like the, they, they call it the Taverna. So it's kind of like this really nice Greek, it's like a hotel, um, but like a small rustic one on like this cute Greek island. It sounds like a dream. It really does. I would love to own like the equivalent of like a, a cute B&B on a Greek island. Yeah. Although I hate feta cheese and olives. Oh my God. No, wrong islands then. So then yeah. I can't go to the Greek islands. It's, your plan is Maybe really- I could like own a cute like B&B on like a small island near Japan so I can eat sushi all the time. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good idea. Oh, there David you go. would love that. Yeah. He wants me to go to Tokyo so bad and do I just you don't like care. olives? Yeah, I do. Do you like olives? I'm a fan. See, I think this is important, and you need to leave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's my apartment. <laughs> That's a different joke. Yeah. Anyway, so so she's like, ah, oh, I'm so happy that like everybody's arriving for the wedding. So then her friend shows up, Tanya, who is the the man eater um, one, who she's uh, been married and divorced three times plastic surgery but like she's she's like she's not like a bitch or anything like that like she's still got like heart of gold she's 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 super nice um she just like cares a lot about how she looks and whatever and then there's rosie who is uh typically like the comic relief more version she's a little bit more down to earth um never been married but she's a famous like chef i believe um so she's like published like a cookbook or whatever um, yeah, she writes cookbooks. So they used to have a group called Donna and the Dynamos, where they were like a little girl group and they would like sing around places, I guess. So um, they like do a cutesy little like thing about how they're Donna and the Dynamos, like reuniting for one night only. 
So then they're all kind of catching up. Because I think they mentioned for Tanya, it's been like eight years since she's even seen her. Like, it's just been a long time. Um, and even when, like, Sophie comes in, like, she runs right to Rosie. She's like, Aunt Rosie! And then Tanya's like, oh, you probably don't even remember me. Um, you probably don't recognize my new face. Yeah, um, I, I just had it replaced. It's brand new. No touch. <laughs> I got to buff this later. Um, <laughs> so then they're all just talking about their lives and, you know, what they've been up to. And Donna's just like, oh! I love this taverna, but man, I sure wish I could just find a rich guy to so I who could like pay for shit because this is so expensive. I just figured out how this show ends. Everyone <laughs> dies. <laughs> Everyone dies. There's a massive earthquake and the island sinks into the sea. Yeah, yeah. I was worried about that. Part. How does it end? I cut you off. Wait, there. I want to do the prediction no, before we get to it. I don't want to embarrass myself. I really am not familiar with the show. No. So. Wait, no, this will be great. We'll revisit this later on. Okay, I want to hear how you think it ends. Well, obviously there are three older women and three older men, so like... Somebody's going to be the dad, and he's going to end up with Donna, and then the other two go with the other two friends. And I swear to God, I have never seen the end of the show. <laughs> Just like the first Interesting prediction. Minutes. All right. All right. No like reaction. That, that makes sense. I, it's, it's a good, it's a good like, guess, mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> based on, based Thank on, you. no, it's a good educated guess based on the evidence you've been I thought you were going to say that all three of them end Using up being context, her please. dad. <laughs> some, like some scientifically. Sort of, scientifically. Is it a plot point that their last initials are A, B, and C? Is that like a thing? Does oh, come up no. in a song or anything? Or is nope. it just lame? This no, is like I bad writing. So. No, that might have just been bad writing. I never Excellent. even noticed that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Screw you, Benny Anderson and Bjorn Lovensen. But not you, Volva. <laughs> Volva. <laughs> Screw you, Bjorn Volva. Volva. Okay. No, you're so, great. Thank you for your contribution. So Donna laments how she has no money in this song called Money, Money, Money. Money, money, money. Money, money, funny in a rich man's world. world. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we need to talk about this in the movie really quick. Because this oh, is the weird the fucking scene. Is the weirdest. Mm-hmm. Part this is gonna be the, the moment where thing. like pause this podcast. Yeah, go watch. If you've that never shit. seen the movie, go look up a clip like the music video or whatever for, for money, 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 money from the Mommy movie, and then come back. We'll wait. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. it's just amazing. It's amazing. Like it actually, it's a really cool montagey thing. She's going around her ta- her um, hotel. It's falling apart. She's trying to fix all this shit. The random Greek islanders who live there and work there are, like, bugging her to pay their bills and all this stuff. They play, like, a Greek chorus yes, throughout the show, do. which is intentional. It's kind of... It's meant really to be. funny, because they're so random. They're just always there they're always singing around. in the background. Like, in this song, like, Donna's like, I work all day, the bills I have to pay, and all the Greek chorus is like, ain't it sad? Like, just in the background. It's really cool. It's amazing. But then, randomly, all of a sudden, we're on a yacht. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's like the dream, Donna's dream sequence of if she was super rich and then her and Tanya and Rosie are like living it up on the Getting yacht. Getting like massages from hot young guys. Yeah, and, and she's like on the front of the yacht in this beautiful <coughs> gown. That's like way too long. Yeah, I feel it's like, amazing. I feel yeah. like they were like, yo, we got Meryl Streep, right. one of the most refined, elegant, beautiful women on the planet. And she's wearing like dowdy overalls the whole movie and like looking like a mess, which she's kind of supposed to. Yeah. We got to give her a scene where she has to wear a gorgeous gown. Yeah. 
Like we just got to get that in there. That's amazing. So they sneak it in. She's incredible. So and, and it's in it's uh, right before this song and also right after this song that we meet uh, Sophie's fiance, whose name is Sky, and um, he makes mention. I guess he's a little older. I feel like because I feel like he he's graduated school because he talks about how he used to be like in the business world. Like he like maybe he was training to be like a stock trader or something like that. Like he was very into finance, but he took a break. Um, to be with Sophie on the island, and he's helping Sophie's mom with, like, the taverna, with, like, getting them on the internet. Because also, this takes place in 2000, so, like, the internet was very much, like, unknown. Not not even, like, I know we joke about, like, older people on the internet nowadays, but, like, back then, like, almost nobody really knew the internet very well. Yeah. Um, so he, like, helped them get, like, a website and update their records and repairs and things like that. And so she really likes him and his, like, finance expertise, and so that's kind of where he comes in. Yep. And I, I feel like we forgot to point out that Donna and Sophie are not actually Greek. No. Which you might be confused about just listening to the plot of the story. It's true. Um, they're not Greek. They're like really white blonde girls. <laughs> yeah. And in the movie, they're American. I think they're supposed to be American. I think they're supposed to be American, but in uh, the original London cast, they, it was, they, they did with them with London. Yeah, yeah, they were just like, like we're just going to use our British accent, <laughs> which is also an interesting fact about um, Bill. So Bill in the musical is supposed to be Australian, yeah. but then in the movie, the actor playing him was still on Skarsgård, and he's Swedish, and they were like, why don't we also just make it Swedish as like a nod to like ABBA, because they're Swedish. Yeah. But also, I've read that like on the tours and things like that, um, Bill's been British, Bill's been American. It seems like Bill's the one where it's like, oh, you can't do an Australian accent? All right, cool. Bill's American for this yeah. tour. Like, they don't seem to really... It's a hard accent. They don't seem to really give a crap. And yeah. uh, so in the in the sequel, Mamma Mia, here we go again. Here we go again. Um, the, just to give a little background information, um, Donna was at school at like Oxford in like England or whatever, and that's where she met her like two friends. And then she sort of went traveling throughout Europe backpacking and then she ended up on the island and that's just where she got pregnant and that's also she just loved it so that's why she decided to stay there yeah. so that's kind of the backstory of like how she ended up on this island to begin yeah. with most people so stay yeah. where they get pregnant yeah mm-hmm. just like hey I'm pregnant I'm never Top moving ever months. again that's it except for Jenny who's lived like all over the it's continent of the US it's true exactly. I moved when my son was but three months there old there is a story there and then I moved again yeah so then so then uh, this is leads us into the sequence when um, uh, Sophie's potential fathers arrive on the island. Whoa! Um, so all three of them <clears throat> kind of show up at the same time. Of course, for plot uh, because reasons. of course they do, <clears throat> and they're kind of like confused because they're not really sure why they're there. They just know that. For some reason. They went anyway. I mean, they, they, they kind of knew. They were invited to a wedding. And they were like, hey, <laughs> this is going to be kind of cool. I'm going to get to see Donna again. And so they, they want to see Donna. Um, and then, but they get intercepted by Sophie. And she tries to cover up. She doesn't come out and tell them that she invited them because she wants to find out if one of them's her dad. Or that she, she knows for a fact that one of them's her dad. She, um, she kind of gives them the runaround. And she makes them promise that they're not going to go see Donna right away. Because she knows her mom's going to flip out. Mm-hmm. And so she's trying to prevent this. She fails miserably, though, because the very next thing that happens is that Donna sees all the guys and flips out. Can we take a quick pause here and just talk about these three gentlemen? Yeah. Just to get to know them a little bit? Sure. So I already mentioned Bill. Yeah. So he's the man of multiple backgrounds, depending on what show you're in. A. A. Bill Anderson or Austin. Anderson. And he... <laughs> Thank he, you, Sarah. That's why I was invited. <laughs> he is, like, an adventurer. Like, he lives on a boat. He's super cool. Like, he just sort of sails around. <laughs> adventurer. 
Adventure. Adventure starts a with A. That's how you can adventure. remember. A is for adventure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then there's Harry Bright. B. B. Um, he's British. He's British. He's more British. And yeah, he's a banker. Yep. It's coming oh, together, shit. guys. This and is real. he, um, he. So Bill also. Sorry, Bill is is single. He, he talks about perpetually being single. Harry mentions that he does have have another half. Um, and he, uh, he, he constantly mentions how spontaneous he is, which yeah. leads us to believe that he is not spontaneous at all. No. So he's a very very rigid. But like this seems like it's one of the first like spontaneous things he's really done in his life, and it's kind of exciting for him because probably the last time he was this spontaneous was when he was. Hooking up with Donna because yeah. he hooked, he met up with her in Paris and then he kind of followed her to the <laughs> island. It was this big youthful adventure. Yeah. And, and he's, then it's Colin Firth in the movie. I know. He's just Colin so Firth. Sweet. C for Colin. No, no. C is for Carmichael. I put my sister. Oh, sorry. C <laughs> is for Sam Carmichael. What letter are we on? B. No, C. We just moved on to well, Car- we, Sam we're Carmichael. Just saying Colin I don't know how to describe him. Colin Firth. Is Sam is a schmarchitect. No, no, no. Or a carchitect. He's a carchitect. And he actually makes a comment about how... Comment! Like, oh, he makes a comment about how this taverna looks awfully familiar. And it turns out he, like, sketched an idea for a taverna. And I guess Donna used that to, like, build the taverna. So she oh. used his, like, design. Copyright infringement yeah. is also Intellectual property. Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to introduce us to, to, the, to, to the three guys. They're well, all well, very different. Yes. And there were, when they were younger, there were diff- very different reasons why Donna was attracted to all three of them. Mm-hmm. And so they all have history with her. Um, and they all have various feelings about seeing her again. Mm. Um, so, my <laughs> God. <laughs> I just want to say what stopped me was in the distance because I didn't want to pour it directly into the. That's a, that's a this lot. just became an ASMR podcast. Oh, can I crack open another wine? Yeah, now? please. I hope you all have to pee now. Okay, so sorry, Jenny. Continue. I just wanted to take a moment to introduce super, us to the gentleman. Cool. No, that's important. It's important. And so as we, we move on, um, Donna catches a peek at the three guys that Sophie has hidden away in the taverna. And so she sees them and she's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And she flips out a little bit and she sings the song Mamma Mia. Title song. Title of song. Weren't we going to sing? Ugh. We were going to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I choked on my wine a little. I thought oh. we were going to do Dancing Queen. Uh, oh. Yeah. We can also sing Mamma Mia. But we have to prepare. Yeah. We never okay. did. We'll take a break later. Mama Wait, Mama am Mama I singing Mama 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 Mia? Mia? We all do. We, we do. do. No, no, I, <laughs> Donna. Donna. I, okay. I was going to say, it didn't make sense. Donna and the random Greek chorus. Yeah. So, so because she, she sees the guys, and the guys kind of try, they do try to hide from her to keep their promise to Sophie. Um... But then um, they do eventually realize, like, she can clearly see us. So she sees them, and they see her, but then it's kind of like a freeze frame almost, where she then starts singing Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia! Here I go again! Mine, my. <laughs> is this racist? Hey, I'm a Puccini! I read to this opera! <laughs> also, everyone who's Greek is going to be mad at us for pretending that we're Italian. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because we know they're not the same thing. I know. Or not. not. The Greeks invented Italy. (laughs) So Donna is, uh, she's upset. She doesn't know how to feel. She's confused. Right. How can she resist? How can she resist? How can I resist? Yeah. Mamma mia. 
Mamma mia! Oh, again? I said to myself, oh, mamma mia! <laughs> Here I go again! Here I go again! Uh, so Donna, like, she's distraught. She's running around singing mamma mia. And I would be, like, it's, yeah. it's your daughter's wedding, and then three ex-boyfriends show up, like, out of nowhere. Yep. That's going to be very confusing and overwhelming. I, I'd I, shit I, myself. That's why she has the overalls. Yeah. <laughs> Here, hold this in. <laughs> singing the song Chikatita. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Chikatita. Chikatita. And so they kind of... I said Chikatita. No, I didn't. Chikatita Banana. Yeah, Chikatita Banana. They sing Chikatita Banana. Shakira. 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 And so this takes them into reminiscing about their old days together when they were young. Um, and so they used to be... Remember the past. Oh, remember those days. I feel like this would be like... Like, there's like... Like, there's a certain generation where, like, they'd be like, well, let's reminisce about the past. Let's sing Dancing Queen. Yeah. I feel like our generation would be like, let's reminisce about the past, and it would be, like, Spice Girls. Yeah. Or, like, oh, can you imagine the Spice wannabe. Girls jukebox musical? Yes! Anyway, so they're reminiscing about when they used to be in this really fun pop girl group. They mm. used to sing together. They were Donna and the Dynamos! Whoop, whoop! And so they have, they have the, the, they go into the Dancing Queen sequence when they're like, we, we still got it. It's really fun. And that's what the show's all about. So yay. Fun. What the fuck's a um, hen party? Yeah. Then Bachelor we go back party. to Sophie. Bachelorette party. And Sophie hen. is, uh, she's, England. she's a little upset because her grand plan isn't quite playing out the way she thought it would. She, she didn't have that immediate moment of she like, didn't. you're my dad. She was like, oh, fuck, you're three random people. How the fuck am I supposed to know? Right. I look like all three of you. Yeah. Aren't all of you and like, like, no, I'm just And like, they're all nice, like, decent guys. And so mm-hmm. she's kind of like, well, shit, like, I would like any of you to be my dad. Um, but she doesn't know what to do because, blah. I would love for Colin Firth to be my dad. I would right, absolutely die for mm-hmm. Colin Firth to be my dad. with him. That's okay. I'll just look at him. It's fine. No, it's not okay. <laughs> um, so she goes hey, to Jen. Sky and she's I like, I rule him out because I want to sleep with him. Nah. <laughs> so she's uh, she's sort of lamenting to Sky that, you know, she doesn't tell him the details. So he does not know that these guys are her possible fathers yet. That she is kind of, not the background for a marriage based interest. No. So she kind of, well, they're also 20 years they're old. 20 years old. <laughs> they're babies. Yeah. Um, 
No, and, and so and she, I think she does kind of like try, like she's like she's going to tell him, yeah. but then she gets cut off by, by his love song. They're like, he's Aww. like, hang on, we gotta sing a duet. Lay all your love on me. It's kind of hot in the movie. It is hot. Is. She's like crawling to him in the sand in her yeah. one piece. <laughs> her and very she, sensible one piece, and she looks great in it. No, she, she does. does. She looks smoking. Yeah, Amanda Seyfried at her prime. The sequel is supposed to take place five years later, but they filmed it like ten years later, and so she looks like twenty years older. <laughs> no offense, I love you, Amanda Seyfried. Come on our podcast. Hey. Um, I also really like in the song how like all of Sky's friends show up. Yeah, There's and like they're like five of twenty-five them. of them, and they're all beautiful, and they have flippers on and like jet skis, and, yeah. and that's they, like, crazy. That's in the movie, yeah. but and they like do this funny like they're dancing dance. on a dock. Yeah, and it's. It's actually. I mean, and they do, and they do that in the show too. They yeah. they, they kidnap him because they're going to go like scuba yeah, diving. Yeah, it's like his for a pearl party. necklace, which feels like an innuendo. But it's <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Sky. I got some. They for specifically you. mention it for some reason. I don't know why. It's very important to know. Important details. We Greeks are different people. They're going to go into an old shipwreck. <clears throat> yeah, because that's what you do for a bachelor party when you live on a. Really Greek island, like populated yeah. Greek island. Give each other pearl necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, you gotta you pass get the time. One, you get one. So um, Sky gets stolen away <laughs> for a bachelor party, and then Sophie gets stolen away for her hen, hen party. party. Which is a bachelorette party. It's a bachelorette party, and so all the ladies are having fun up at the hotel. They're dancing, and Donna and the Dynamos perform. <clears throat> Super Trooper! That was really good. Thank you. That was great. Um, so they're having fun, and then the Dynamos are back together again, and having good Yeah, time. this is strictly a song where they're like, and we're singing, we're performing yeah, this they're song. Per- yeah, they're, That's they're it. actually it's pretty good. So, right after that... Um, Sam, Bill, and Harry actually walk in during the Supapa song, and they accidentally walk into the party. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's happening in here? Oh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want my three dads at my bachelorette yeah. party. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want my mother's college group singing at my bachelorette party. Oh, I don't either. know. If my mom was like, I was in a girl group, I'd be like, I'd be all about that. Sing really? for me. Yeah. Me, yeah. Sing for me. Well, and also, Sophie and her mom are, like, incredibly close. Yeah. Because they only had each other, so yeah. they probably have that, like, I'm a cool mom vibe. Mm-hmm. Like she like she like thinks her mom is like really dope. Well, after that performance, mm-hmm. they the other girls see that three men are in the room and they're just like fuck that song, and then they're like men and they swarm them give me, like give flies me. to give shit, me, me, and they start singing "Gimme Gimme Gimme Some Love After Midnight." Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, a man, a man, a man, a man, a man. Right? Won't somebody help me chase the shadows away? Right. So these these are like 20-year-old girls, and these like 60-year-old men walk in, and they're I just like... I feel like they're like 40-something. Oh, it doesn't matter. Donna was very young when she had yeah. Sophie. She was throat, like 22, so 23. Yeah, Donna's only in her 40s. Yeah. Yeah, they're only in their 40s. But still. It's a little less weird. It yeah, is. a little bit. So these girls like swarm these guys and bring them into the party, and... Sophie pulls Sam out, like, rescues him first, and then he's like, why am I here, Sophie? And then she gets flustered and runs away and grabs Harry. And then when she's with Harry, um, Harry's like, is your dad here? You know, like, what's going on with that? And she's just like, well, actually, I don't know who my father is. And, like, Harry's like, 
brain starts to like click and be like, oh man, what the fuck? And then, <laughs> and then, um, this is like 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 the, oh, the seed being planted, right? Probably. And then lastly, she gets to Bill, and Bill has a major like freak out at this point because she um, learns that Bill had an aunt Sophia, and um, who lived on the island. who lived on the island with Donna when she was a baby, and Donna was able to afford the hotel because. Sophia left money for her and so he's and then what's this person's name Bill. Bill. Bill's like um I get them confused Bill's like whoa he she was only gonna leave that money to family because also then, Sophie was like I was named after a Sophia. I was named after a Sophia and they both at that point are like oh, are you my real daddy um he says that too yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "Are you my dad?" And she's like, "I, I think there's been a big misunderstanding." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Bill offers to walk Sophie down the aisle, um, but first he wants to run it by Donna, um, and um, no one knows yet that even Donna doesn't know who the father is because she slept with all three of them, like around so, the same in the same summer, right? Yeah. Um, so Sophie's just like, "Listen, we can't." tell Donna anything, and I feel like there's a song in here that I'm not familiar with. So I wanna know what's the name of the game? Yeah, that song. Do you song. feel the way I do? It's like a romance song, but like they play it differently here, where where she's like, this is one of those songs that like I feel like a lot of the songs in the show do kind of fit, like they, they work them in well, and then there's a few. There's this one, and then there's like Thank You for the Music, which mm. we didn't mention by name, but it's it's earlier in the show. Feels really jammed in there, has nothing to do with what's going on, and nothing they can do with the lyrics really makes any sense. But this song is her, it's before like they've openly said out loud, like, I think you're my father. Like, they're still kind of being coy about it, because like, it's a big deal to be talking to somebody and be like, you might be my father. And so they're both kind of like afraid to say it. So that's why she's saying like, I want to know like, what's the name of the game? Like, are, do you feel the same way? Like, are we on the same level? You know, I don't want to scare you off. So like, it. Ugh, it like kind of fits, but like this one is really this one they left out of the the movie. I feel like they yeah. did a really good job in the movie of removing those songs that they just kind of jammed in there to get mm-hmm. more songs, and they kind of left the ones that really made more sense. Yeah, I like that they did that. Yeah. So after this, um, the boys crashed the girls' party. Oh no! Um, and then during that party, when all the boys crashed, Sam pulls Sophie aside, and he's like, "I figured out why you invited me." I'm your do- father, and I promise. I'm your daughter. I'm your daughter. <laughs> I promise to walk you down the aisle tomorrow. And she's like, okay. And then she's like, oh, cool, okay, like shit. And then Harry approaches Sophie, and he's just like, listen, I'm a little slow. I would like to walk you down the aisle tomorrow. I've also so, figured out that I'm your father. So now all three of them think that um, they are Sophie's father. End of Act One. Yes. Yay. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> and then they sing Voulez-vous. Yeah, Voulez-vous, which is like... That makes no sense either for well, them to be singing. Yeah. Well, this one is just the whole thing yeah. is that like all the party guests are kind of singing it while dancing. <laughs> oh, okay. And then they keep popping out of the party when like one of them comes up to Sophie and she kind of gets wrapped up in the party and her thoughts are so confusing. In the movie, she like faints. Mm-hmm. In the show, she's just kind of but like, then she sings Whoa! Voulez-vous to her And then fathers. like the lights go out. See, that's 
where I don't. Hi, Jets. <laughs> this is like the most. I think this is the most disco song of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the end of Act One. Intermission. Alright, do we need to take a break? Yeah. Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. We'll be back for Come Act back two. for Act Two. There'll be more ABBA. There fucking will be. <laughs> You bet your ass there's gonna be more Abba. Yeah, hell yeah. Hi, yeah. David. <laughs> you can dance, you can die, having the time of your life. Ooh, see that girl. Sticking with us. We drank whale. That's the whale out back in the lagoon. I feel like there's a huge drinking disparity already between Act One and Act Two. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we can just break for like 40 minutes. I would say we, it may have been more than the typical theater standard 15 minute intermission. Yeah, for you guys, it was only 30 seconds. We talked about Rent for like an hour. <laughs> we really did. God, we could talk about that show forever. I know. We should do another Rent right. where we just talk about the Rent movie. And then we talk about our rent podcast the whole time. We do. We do a podcast about our podcast. About our podcast. Yeah. Oh, that'll be a secondary podcast where we just talk about our podcast. Can we say podcast for more? Podcast, podcast, podcast. Oh, it's like Beetlejuice. Podcast, podcast, podcast. I don't know what happens when that does that. That was only three times I said What if just like Alice Brightman just like popped out? Or Michael Keaton. I'll take either. I think Alex Brightman is way hotter than Michael Keaton. Well, yeah, but Michael Keaton is Beetlejuice. Yeah, I know, but Alex Brightman is... I think Beetlejuice is hot. I, it's also a young Michael Keaton. I think you were. <laughs> All right, so Jenny. Jenny's going to get us started with Act 2. Wait, hang on. Sarah, how yes. do you feel about Act 1? I feel like I've learned a lot. I feel like you really covered a lot of good ground there. Uh, I'm inspired. Are you excited oh, to go back to Kalokari? Uh, say it again with the accent. Calocari. Yeah, that's it. That's uh, you couldn't see it, but I did the Italian hand thing, which is weird. Calamari. Calamari. We have a dipping sauce. Yeah, I love the marinara. Six flags safari. I love a puccini, rather the opera. You're so I am a Tutaparelli, the king of the bummer, the bummer of king of the bummer. <laughs> oh, you guys today. are so racist. <gasps> no, that was just an Italian character. No, he's not. He's not Italian. He just pretends to be Italian. That's Sweetie Todd. We'll do that another time. Sure. We were going to do that. Jenny, act two. Woo! Yay. So there's an entre act, and that's music uh, that uh, they play. Sanatari, sanatari. This is not okay. the right entre act. No, nope. different entre act. In this I remember the Latin now that I have had more alcohol. Oh, there wow, you go. it's magical. You yeah. get to replicate the scenario in which you learned it. Maybe, like, as I say, maybe <laughs> you learned it when you were drunk and you can remember it better. No, I learned it, like, I studied that. So they say if you study yeah. drunk, you got to take the test drunk. Oh. That's what I did in the 11th grade. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, Every we, theory I had about you is coming Did we through. cover Really? No. Fun fact. Did we cover this no. with the people? No. Oh. No last the, names. The, the people That's should right. know that, uh... Sarah 
who is our guest star today, was my 11th grade English teacher. Hi, David. (laughs) (laughs) But also, like, we're also not that different. There's not that much of an age gap. No, really. I did the math. It had to have been at, like, the very beginning of your teaching career. It was probably, pretty close to the beginning. Third year teaching, I'm guessing. So I was probably... I was because like you're. I was gonna say you're. I think you're only like yeah. nine years older than me, maybe. I'm thirty nine. Yeah, I'm thirty. There you go. Yeah, yep. so nine years. So, so it's not. It's not that weird. So this entreac actually plays more ABBA music. Oh, crazy! <laughs> we're, we're back on the ABBA. They really love sampling. Are you surprised? Because I oh, am a surprise face. Entreac is the only original music composed. <laughs> <laughs> The come what may of Moulin yes, Rouge. That's come it. what may. Sorry, oh, I had to. I love that one. I do. Okay. I will love you. So the act two begins with Sophie having a nightmare. And so that she sings the song Under Attack. And in her nightmare, her three possible daddies are like Ooh, fighting. It's weirder when you call them daddies. It's <laughs> a whole different play or she's trying to Wait, decide between which daddy. Her maybe daddies they're are They're like fighting over her who's going to walk her yeah, down the aisle because she fighting promised over all three. Um, and so yeah, she's freaked out by that and she wakes up and Donna's there and they have this uh, scene where Donna's like trying to comfort her. Sophie's like just in a weird mood because of the dream or whatever and they have a little fight, a little tiff. Well, because she can't come clean about why she's actually upset, yeah, exactly. and so Donna misunderstands. Yeah. yeah, and so like it's a it's a thing, but like Donna misinterprets, and Sophie can't tell her the truth, and so like. But they, Donna also knows that all three of these men are on the island. She does. she does, but she doesn't know that Sophie invited them, and right. or that Sophie has any idea that one of them is her father. Because she read the diary. Yeah. And so, and so Donna mis- misinterprets Sophie being upset as Sophie having, <laughs> having cold a problem feet. with the wedding. Yeah, having cold feet about getting married. Yeah. <laughs> so Donna says maybe they don't have to have the wedding. It's fine. And Sophie gets upset by that. She's like, no, of course I want to have the wedding, but I really want to know who my friggin' dad is. Um, yeah, she's like, I, she's like, I want to get married. I want to commit myself to this guy because I don't want my kids growing up like I did. Ooh, yes, exactly. Burn. Yeah, I get the feeling this is one of like the first fights Sophie's actually ever had with Donna. Probably. It's so fucked up. Yeah, I mean it is. You're you're right, Rosia. Because it's not like Insightful. Donna. It's not like Donna didn't give her a good life. You know, sure. and like, yep. what's? I mean, I don't know about your dads, and I'm not going to get into it, but. <laughs> you don't need a dad. You know, like, I had a great mom. Well, here's the, like, where's like, the whole feminist... Well, like... Sophie kind of comes... We'll get there. Sophie okay. kind of Sophie kind of comes around. We'll get right, there. Right, we'll right. There. right. You're allowed to finish your thought, though. It's no. almost like having a live audience here, because... Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can ask you really good questions. Yeah, you can. We'll be like, hey, great. We're we'll take questions at well. the end. We'll, come right. well yeah. Julie said that we're coming back around to this point, but I just want to put it out there that that's kind of an unfair... A, a con- conceit, if you will. Conceit. Got see, there. See. <laughs> is that see. who it is? Is it going to be C? Yeah. Is it? Carmichael. Oh, we, no, no, no. We, we don't know. Oh, we don't know. right, right, right. That's we'll, right. We'll get there. We'll come okay. around to I'm it. really excited. But anyway, point is, overalls should never be equated with being an empowered woman. <laughs> and not having a dad growing up does not mean that your your family was in some way... Malformed. No, that was a really uh, or like hard not word. enough, right? Or, was was yeah. um, lacking. Yeah. And no. I understand her quest to want to know who her father is because yeah. she says as, she feels like something's missing. Yeah, she feels like something's missing, but that should not equal 
I can't get married no. to you because I don't know who my dad is. Right. No. Or like my child's life is going to be superior to my life. Right. Yeah. Right. Because right. like it no, didn't exactly. really seem this, like this was her. She grew up in Greece with a person who worked her ass off. At a taverna. Yeah. No. A taverna. Th- th- this was her. This was Sophie kind of having an outburst because she's upset and I could, confused. I could totally yeah. right. In my opinion. Yeah. And like her anger is just kind of misplaced. Yeah. I think yeah, her anger is misplaced. I don't think she's actually. Choice? No. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I, I really didn't but that's, that's okay. like no that. she no I think this outburst is like misplaced is what we were saying got it yeah. like it's, it's misplaced anger so she lashes out at her mother for like oh at least my kids know who their father is but like I don't think she actually really is upset about that necessarily I think she's just upset because she's like conflicted and confused because she feels like she made a mistake in is there a song that, that this leads into it not, will quite, not, not, quite not quite yet. So yes. this this leads into a scene with Donna and Sam. Yeah. So there's a whole sequence. Sophie like storms out. Sophie leaves and, and Sam comes in and he's like, oh, Donna. like let's, This is great timing for me to come in yeah, and right? you. So Sam is the guy that Donna had the most serious relationship with. Yeah. And uh, so he... See. we See. See. Okay. So we get a lot more backstory here about them. They were very much in love, whereas I think the other ones were kind of more like flings. And so, like, Donna emotionally is much more um, impacted by him being there than the other two because they had a really bad sort of breakup. She was like, her heart was broken, basically, when when he left to go back to his fiance. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yes, twists. Yes, they were together, and then he revealed he was engaged. Right, and he had to leave, and Donna was brokenhearted. Oh, he's a cad. Well, yeah. See, see, cat. There you go. Yep. Um, and so <laughs> this kind of comes up, but Donna's just like she's having a hard time dealing with him because she has a lot of emotions tied up in him and There's their, a lot their going relationship. On too. Her daughter's there married. is a lot going She just had a fight with her daughter. She's like, now's not the time. Yeah, but like he's trying to reason Menopause with her. Menopause is probably no, it's ugly head. Yeah, and so Sam's like, um, hey, you know, maybe she, she shouldn't be getting married. Maybe she doesn't Insightful. really know what she wants. She's young. He talks about his sons. He's got two grown children. Which they're fourteen. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how the timing works out for that because he didn't have. He didn't yet, have kids twenty years. ago. I'm guessing they're like eighteen, nineteen. But now he, he has two grown kids. Really quick. Interesting. Yeah. So that's a, <laughs> that's a plot hole. Uh huh. A plot hole. But um, yeah. So anyway, he's trying to talk to Donna. She's not really having it. She sings the song uh, "One of Us." One of us is crying. One of us is lying. Yep. Don't so she's kind of like it's kind of like her being the the. It's bullshit moment. Yeah. From this is face. shit. It's bullshit. Fucker. Uh, right? This one wasn't in the movie, but they use it in the sequel. Nice. Yeah. Okay. They use this one Sit in the down, sequel because, like, Sky and Sophie are fighting in the sequel, so they sing this song in the okay. sequel in the movie. Uh, okay. yeah. But anyway, Sam's like, hey, you know what? Like, let me help you out. I can help you fix up the tavern. I can be here for you. And Donna's like, no, because I don't want you in my life. Because you messed it up the first time. Yeah, you broke my heart. That's and right. so... Yeah, and so they uh, they do the song SOS. SOS. And it's kind of like how they both when kind of gone. Sorry. Yeah, how can I even try to bond? Yeah, it's kind of like how they both kind of wish that like, oh, what could have been. Yeah. So that's a whole big sequence. And then we go to this completely other random yeah, we, sequence. We take a break. We're taking yeah, a break. We're just like, this shit's getting heavy. It's getting heavy. Let's go see Rosie. We no, go Tanya. We Tanya. Tanya. Let's go see Tanya. At the beach. Tanya's going to sing to you now. <laughs> Tanya's going to sing to you now. 
decided that each of us is one of the dynamos as well. Oh, oh it's true. So Roseanne is our Donna. And Lovely. That's a lot for you to step into. Yeah, today. I mean, totally. It's a dream role. She's got great wavy hair. Um, so she's already set up. And Julie is our Rosie. Excellent. That makes sense. And I'm the Tanya. You're the Tanya. Even though I've only been married once. Thanks. But you're very statuesque I, yeah, and stately. You. And I think that works very well And I'm the well tallest one. And it's you're thin. <laughs> yeah, you're tall and thin. So, so that works just, out. That's, that's part of All the 18-year-old boys are like, ah. Sometimes. That, that's, that's what they do. I yeah. am a selection of Greek men who pop up and sing <laughs> occasionally in the background. You're the Ain't it sad? No, no, that's <laughs> wrong. You're Sophie. I'm so, I'm oh, so that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I like because it. Because I'm so naive about everything that's happening. Right yeah, now. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. Perfect. So anyway, so we're on the beach. Tanya. We're on the beach and we're with Tanya and we have a little fun sequence on the beach with her and um, oh god his name's pepper pepper yeah, keep going okay so tanya's talking to harry at first harry's <laughs> mm-hmm. our colin firth if you have lost track of who the guys are b, b. banker b banker right. harry bright busy banker harry bright is with tanya and he's he's trying to grapple with the you know what it would mean if he really was um a dad mm-hmm. and he's like what do i do like what would i do at a wedding if i was the father and she said well my dad paid for mine um, all, three. all three. Then. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, well, maybe I should be more involved. Maybe I should take this and, you know, do something like that and try and help. So he leaves. And then Donna, I'm sorry, not Donna, Tanya, Tanya. runs into Pepper. 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 One of Sky's friends. Pepper's one of the young mods from the island. One of the, the Pearl island. Necklace crew. Yeah, the <laughs> Pearl Necklace crew. He gave her a Pearl Necklace. <laughs> oh, yeah. He gave her a little pearl necklace last night, <laughs> and now he's back for more. <laughs> so he's, she was frantically watching yeah. the store. Right. He wants to get SOS. <laughs> yeah, he, he wants to continue where they left off. He wants he to get like, it in hey. with Tanya, and Tanya's like, "Oh, honey, oh, honey, honey, I'm really old." And uh, she's not really. She's old. like, I'm no. old as fuck. But she's like, she's like, oh, I'll have a fling with a young like, man. Oh. But you're not a millionaire. I'm not going to marry yeah, you. Yeah, no. Oh. She's like, sweetie, you got to calm down a little bit. She sings the song, Does Your Mother Know? Which is just like a fun little fluffy yeah, song to like build is. out act two. It's it basically is. like, oh, does your mommy know that you're out in yeah, the club? Right. Like, basically hitting like all women hitting older, older than women. your mommy. Yeah. And she's like, you can't handle this. Sorry. Yeah. So, I don't think you're ready for I don't think, jelly. She's not I don't ready. Think, <laughs> I don't think he could. I don't think no. he could handle Oh, that. I don't think he could handle Tanya. It would be like mm. five seconds time. I don't think I could handle Christine Baranski. You know? Oh, God, no. Oof. And he probably yells Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> she's on for five seconds. Pepper! But <laughs> oh! he's calling his own name. His own name. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, uh... <laughs> Nice that's pause great. there. <laughs> that's great. And Christine Baranski is everything, and mm. I love her. Uh, the next, so this, there's like big sequences in a row that are kind of random, not really connected. We go to another sequence with Sophie and Sky, and this is when Sky fi- actually finds out what Sophie's done, and she tells him that she invited the three guys because she thinks that they're her, one of them is her father. Mm-hmm. And they have a little tiff because Sky's like, that's bullshit. And it's bullshit. Well, he's like, is that the whole reason why you wanted this like big yeah. wedding? You just wanted an excuse to marry these guys to find out if one of them is your father? Yeah, he said like <laughs> basically. That was that, that was my sky impression. How did I do? <laughs> um, you said, I more questions than answers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sky wanted to elope. He really wanted yeah. a very small wedding. He was like, 
get married, like, fine. But, like, why do we have to make a big deal about it? Yeah. And he's like, he says, like, this isn't really you. And, but she says, I don't know who I am. And this is what she thinks she needs to know who she is. And he's like, you don't need a father to know who you are that's inside of you. It's right? a real touching mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. I think so. But then he storms off because he's mad. It's like the Lion King. Yeah. 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 And exactly. then he dies. <laughs> or Moana. Right? You know who you That's are. another one that I was going to say. You I know am Moana. It's very good. Yeah, guys. Uh, so he leaves and then Sam comes and he happens upon Sophie as Sky is leaving and he tries to give her some advice. Um, he's talking about his marriage because his first marriage didn't work out after he went back to his fiance and got married and, and she's, and they, they sing knowing me, knowing you. Knowing me, knowing you. That's all and, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't really work. Sophie's kind of just like, no, I... I'm not like you. I love Sky. It's going to be okay. But she's upset because they had a fight. Yeah. She's like, we had a fight, but like, I'm confident about marrying him. Yeah. That's not the issue here. That's not why I'm all torn up. Yeah. So that's basically how that sequence ends. Yeah. And Sam's kind of like, well, okay. Um, I have some things I'm going to jump into the next shit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Julie needs to tell everybody the story about Colin Firth's interview. Yes. <laughs> because it's adorable. So, I was just thinking about it, and I was just because I have to start talking about Harry in a moment, and um, this is like the cutest thing I've ever heard. Oh, it's, it's just really cute. So, I mean, I, I guess there were some comments on how strong or not strong the the, the male folk were in the Mamma Mia film, and I thought they all did like a really cute, like really good job, considering they're not men who are known as singers. Yeah, like Pierce Brosnan. None of them are Pierce Brosnan actually. Um, all they told him was that the, there was going to be filming in Greece and it was starring Meryl Streep. And he was like, sign me up. He had no idea it was for fucking Mama Mia at the musical. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Hanks wanted to be in this film. Tom Hanks wanted to be in it. He, they uh, produced it. Yeah, they produced it. And I think it was his wife who was like, you're not a good enough singer to play one of the guys. So Colin Firth at one point had an interview. You can find this clip on YouTube. I, I don't know how to find it, but... Um, somebody YouTube. asked him at one point. <laughs> you know, he also type in like keywords. Oh, okay. Somebody asked him at one. I don't know what like I don't know what interview it was for or anything. And they were like, "What if you were? What if you died and you were like at the gates of heaven and you met God? What would you want God to say?" And his response was, "I would want him to say, I personally thought you were quite good in Mamma Mia.'" <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So that's, much. My, that's my little college birthday. Oh, so I'm gonna so pick so up with fun. Harry and. Um, Donna's frantically getting ready for the wedding and Harry storms in and he um, offers to pay for part of the wedding. He hands her a check or some sort of money to help Donna um, for all the years that she had to raise Sophie alone. And Like, <laughs> like back payment. Child back payment. Yeah. Child, like Donna's just like, I'm going to court! Anyway, <laughs> not really. And Donna's um, kind of confused. Like, I guess. Like, she doesn't get it. Yeah. Um, so then... In the Broadway version, they both reminisce and they sing Our Last Summer. summer. And it's a really great song. But in the movie, Sophie actually goes on the boat. Oh, that's a great sequence. It really is. I think they did this really successfully. I do too. I think this is better in the movie. Yeah, in the movie, basically, Sophie goes and she swims out to Harry's boat. And no, it's Bill's boat. Whatever. Bill's boat. One oh, of the where's men. Where's Bill been this whole time? Yeah, Bill's boat. Sorry. He's living on a yeah, boat. Yeah, Harry, sorry. Okay. They, yeah. They sw- she swims out to Bill's boat, and they're all there, and then they start, um, like, talking about Donna and their relationships, and um, 
they sing Our Last Summer, and it's just like a really lovely sequence in the movie. They just get to and, know her. Yeah, yeah, they get to know her. And, it's, and like she a gets really, to hear about how they feel yeah. about Donna and their yeah. experience. I feel like it's a really important important part of the movie because... Yeah. I like how they use it better in the movie than yeah, they do in the Yeah, like, you get to see Sophie fall in love with all three of them for different reasons. Yeah, yeah which and is really important. She is. falls in love with them in a way, like... They all talk about her mother and who yeah. her mother was, and her mother was different around all three and of them. And how they cared about her. And yeah, and so then like, she like gets involved in their lives. Like um, Harry's teaching her how to play guitar, yeah. and Bill's teaching her how to sail the boat. Yeah, yeah, and, and she's, she's sketching. Like, she's sketching. She's, she's starting to like yeah. really Sam. learn things from them. Yeah, like she's starting to get what she thought she needed. Yeah. Um, from her father figure. But that's not and in then, the Broadway show. In the Broadway show, the song is strictly between, like, Harry and... Yeah. Mm, so, interesting choice. Right. Yeah. And I, I appreciate the movie version more. Yeah. So then, after that, it's really nice because Sophie had this fight with her mother, and um, she is flustered after her swim, and it's her wedding day, and she needs help getting ready, and Sophie asks for help getting ready, and Donna is just so excited to mm-hmm. be there. Like, she has all of her bridesmaids there, but really, like, I don't know. Like, there's something special about a mother and a daughter on a wedding day. Mm-hmm. And this is the part of the show that every single time, no matter when I watch it, or where, if the song, if, if it's on, I tear up. Um, and I did even before I had daughters, because I have two daughters. And because I thought about my mom. And my mom was, like, very much a big part of my life. Like, I was her world. And um, she, Donna, in the, in, the, in the movie and in the show, starts to help Sophie get ready for her wedding. And she sings this song called Slipping Through My Fingers. And as uh, a daughter and as a mother, this song is just amazing. So some of the lyrics, um, the feeling that I'm losing her forever and without really entering her world... I'm glad whenever I can share her laughter, that funny little girl. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> um, uh, how embarrassing. You have feelings. <laughs> um, slipping through my fingers all the time. I try to capture every minute, the feeling of it. Um, it like It's just such a beautiful song. And here Sophie is looking for these men to give her away, but it's really her mom's... Like, it's her mom's job. Mm-hmm. And she's slipping through her fingers. And it's just... A, a, a beautiful moment, and I think it's something that a lot of people can really relate to. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, I think about my my kids; they're two and four, and they're different every week. You know, and I know I'm gonna blink, and they're gonna be ten and eight, and then I'm gonna blink again, and they're gonna be twenty and eighteen. Like it's just crazy how fast things go go, yeah, and like. I'm really excited to get to watch them grow yeah. and I'm really scared to let them go and to <laughs> yeah. experience the world and I, I think that this is a really great moment in this musical where we see Donna just kind of like she's gonna lose a, and you don't ever lose your children but yeah. she's gonna lose it's a very sweet genuine moment oh and otherwise very like fluffy oh god yeah. right so this is like the Tony moment for me yeah. I feel like like this is where the award should be coming in and then after the um, song Sophie yeah they reconcile definitely mm-hmm. and then they're on their way to the wedding was that an ABBA song really yeah 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 it's beautiful and then Sophie asks Donna 
to walk her down. Yeah. So says, like, you know what? Forget all these guys. Yeah. I want you to walk me down the aisle. You're the one who's been here for me. You're yep. the one I want. Right. Best choice. I yeah. wish. I wish that my, I had my mom walk me down the aisle too. Yeah. Um. You don't need a guy. You don't need your father just because that's what yeah. it's supposed to be. I mean, my dad and my stepdad walked me down. But like in hindsight, I wish that like all three of them did. Right. Like they were all there because mm-hmm. really like. Stupid traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the way, they're walking to the wedding. Sam kind of confronts Donna. And um, he, he tries to talk to her. And she's just like, I don't want to talk to you. Because now was the best time. Yeah, like it seems like we're <laughs> on our way to Second before your daughter gets married. But wait, can we talk about our relationship? Right. Yeah. Um, oh, Sam. And then Donna tells Sam that like he broke her heart. And, um, you know, he was engaged and basically he's just like, listen, I was engaged. I went back and told Karen, I don't know if that's her name, but, um, <laughs> I think it was Lorraine. Oh, I think it was. No, it wasn't Lorraine. Lorraine. Today when we watched the movie, I named one of the Greek chorus people Lorraine. Oh, Lorraine. Yeah, you did. Cause I, I was like, what's a Greek name? And I but said, it was not Greek. Lorraine's not Greek. Um, so, and then they sing this song. The winner takes it all, and it's very dramatic. The yeah. winner takes it all. It's a very um, dramatic song. And actually, song. wait, can I hear for one second? Yeah, it was this song that had the theatricality to it inherently. Yeah, that inspired mm-hmm. Judy Kramer, who was the original producer of Mamma Mia, to even approach Benny and Bjorn and be like, "Hey, I think your shit could be a musical. Oh, so this we should was, do this." This, this song, she felt had that like theatrical yeah. element to it that she was like. I think a lot of your songs can, like, be made into a musical. And, wow. fun fact, Meryl Streep, for the movie, flew to Stockholm to record this song. She recorded it for the movie. She recorded it in one take. And I think at least Benny was there, but maybe Benny and Bjorn were there. She recorded it in one take, and he called her magic. She, she is, is magic. so amazing. Yeah, she is magic. I love her so much, and her boobs look great in this film. I love. I'm obsessed with her cheekbones. She has the oh, cutest cheekbones. Oh my god, she will never have like. No, she'll never have neck mm, fat and a fat face. That's what I was doing. I was touching my fat face. Just kidding. Ooh. My face is beautiful. So my face um, is beautiful. Gorgeous. This is a little bit different than the movie. Yeah, fill that up. Um, so this is a little bit different than, than the movie, and I uh, like. I'm following along, but um, Rosie is making final preparations for the wedding with um, Bill. And he's upset because, and this is in the Broadway version, he gets some note that says, like, Donna's going to be walking Sophie down the aisle. Um, And he's just like, damn it, I'm going to be single forever. But then, like, Rosie's like, you're hot as fuck. Mm. And then she sings, take a chance on me. Take a chance on me. Take a chance on me. So this is... Me know. This is still in the movie. It's just like later on, yeah. and then, they just decide as they should have. That yeah. This isn't that relevant to the plot. So they're about <laughs> they're about to fuck. They really are. They're they're like, like about for to get real. Like, like the wedding. He has like his dick out, and, and then like people start showing, and then the guest like, oh, starts coming in, and then Rosie's <laughs> just like, "God damn it! <laughs> I wrote all these cookbooks. <laughs> I wanted him to stuff my turkey." <laughs> <laughs> That have the, those are those are lines from the show. They're originally Abba's lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From 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 the unpublished song "Stuff My Turkey" <laughs> <laughs> with stuffing. 
for the Swedish holiday. And then there's like the, the song Swedish Pearl Necklace. Oh, Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. For the Swedish holiday, Bjorn's giving. <laughs> Bjorn, no, Volva. Your so, Bjorn Volva. the wedding begins. <laughs> da, 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 da. So they're like, they're like, so the wedding is like getting ready to get started. It all seems like normal to begin with. Um, but before the priest has a chance to begin the ceremony, Donna is just overwhelmed with the fact that these three men are here and she just feels the need to like let this all out before Sophie gets married. And so she says like, stop the wedding. Sophie's father is here. <laughs> but then she confesses that she does not know which of the three men it is. Right. Apparently, and they mentioned this in the movie, I forget if they mentioned this in the Broadway show, but um, Donna always told her friends that it was Sam. Mm. Um, but, then, but she actually tells them, she's like, but I actually don't know which one it is because... I like I was with the same romantically, but I was kind of with these other two guys like around the same time, and it could have been any one of them. And so Sophie tells her mother that she knows that like one of these three men is her father. And so this is when this all comes to light. Like everything's coming to light. Donna finally realizes that Sophie invited them because she found out that one of the three of them might be her father, but Donna doesn't actually know which one it is, and they have no way of knowing. And so all three of them kind of decide, you know, we've gotten to know Sophie a lot. And, you know, if you want to find out which one of us is your, is your father, like, you fine. Can. Like, we can do a DNA test. But, like, I don't really care. I'll gladly take, like, one third of you. Which is such a sweet thing as oh a my person. God. Yes. To know it's that, like, so somebody would be willing to, yeah. like, be a third of your father. It's, like, I think it's really sweet. Especially considering Say that Sophie... Say loud does not seem... Sarah, <laughs> I, you know, I'm I'm less than impressed. <laughs> it is really, so they really don't, sweet. So they, well, the, here's the thing. Is. So they don't bother to find out which one is her actual father. But she already made the cognizant decision that, like, she didn't care. It didn't matter anymore. Her mother was the most important person in her right. life. And so the fact that she has these three guys who are also willing to, like, be in her life, it's just kind of the cherry on top but of this. she needs a kidney, she needs to know. Dad. I'm sure if she had health issues, or like, I'm sure if one of them had some sort of horrific, like, like, it, like, like heredity disease, they would be like, hey, maybe we should find out. Although, fun fact, I, I might have to find a source for this. I once read somewhere that, like, canonically, the writers had it in their mind that Bill was her father. Yeah. I, that Bill was canonically her father. Really? The yeah. banker. No. no, no, boat guy. The boat guy. The, the Australian explorer boat guy. God damn it, whose, letters. Whose great aunt Sophia left them the money. And yeah. all oh, that. right, 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 right. Yeah. So canonically, in my mind, I always thought of Bill as the father, which in the movie, actually, the guy that oh, Scars he, like he, he looks like he they does. blonde yeah, hair. They like so, but Sam is the one that Donna was always in love with, and then Harry's just kind of over there. Harry's so, gay. I haven't revealed oh, really? that yet. I was going to reveal that. You just ruined it, Roseanne. I thought the show was over. It's not over yet. I'm still speaking. Wait, what? No, no. (laughs) Roseanne, you ruined it. I was going to reveal it. David. (laughs) David. So they all agree to be one half of a father. And so Harry at that moment reveals, because throughout the show, he's repeatedly mentioned, he's repeatedly mentioned a quote unquote other half and he's used gender neutral pronouns, which nobody realizes until the end is because he realizes that his other half is a man named Nigel. He says that, he says that Donna was the first woman he ever loved and also the last. That's why she's so important to him. She was the only woman that he really was ever with. Yeah. And that's the overalls. (laughs) <laughs> this, 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 you know? Do you think like he was just like, oh, this is 
Nasty. I didn't like that. Maybe. It's like the Michael Scott chip. What's this? Nope. Maybe. Don't like that. And Bill is still very much What's like. What's smell? Bill, <laughs> so Bill is still kind of into like Rosie. That's kind of unresolved. But like oh, he's into Rosie. So then uh, Sophie goes, all right, hang on. Stop bad. the wedding. She's like, now that like my head is clear. And like, I think she kind of realizes maybe she did kind of just want the wedding. Yeah. So she could try to find who her father was. And now she kind of realizes, yeah. that's that's stupid. Mm-hmm. She's like, why am I getting married for just this reason? She's like, I'm 20 years old. She's like, I still love you, Sky. But she's like, you're right. Why are we getting married? She's like, we don't need to get married right now. She's like, let's just go travel, like whatever. And he's like, great. He's like, I don't want to get married either. And it's not because they don't love each other. They just were just like, why do we need to like do this right now? Does and so, Harry, like, discreetly take his money back. <laughs> no, actually, and in and in the play version, there's a moment where Harry like speaks up, and Donna's like, "Oh, write the check," and Harry goes, "No, keep it. Use it for like the whatever." Oh. Like, I think he does yeah. kind of see it as like back child support payment because like he never had it. He never had a kid, right? And I guess him and his husband mm-hmm. don't consider adoption or whatever. They never did, and so now he's kind of like, "This is my kind of opportunity to like." Have that with like a daughter, mm-hmm. so it's it's he's really it's sweet. Very, I he's really, really sweet. He's I a really sweet character. When you meet his when she and him first really connect, and he says, "I would have loved to have a daughter. Yeah. I would have spoiled her rotten." It's really cute. It's a really sweet moment, and you're like, "God, he's the best." Yeah, he's my he, favorite. He, he's a really good Colin character. Like, I love that. Yeah, character, and Colin and Firth like plays him. it really well. He's, ama- he's wonderful. So then, in typical musical theater fashion, Sam goes, "Well, wait a minute, what?" Why waste a perfectly good wedding? Duh, and everyone goes, <gasps> and he goes, come on, Donna. It's Wait. only the rest of your life. Wait, just stop, because this is where Sarah made a prediction. Oh. Oh, right. Well, and I did not know that Harry was gay. No. That, that, that's the only thing. That's I mean, Rosie and Bill hook up. Rosie right. and Bill do hook up. And, and Sam, who was Donna's one true. So you're only off by one guy. Yeah, but then who does Christine Baranski end up with? No one. No one. No, it's okay. She's been married pepper. three times. She's pepper. She's pepper. Yeah, pepper. She could be with Pepper. So he goes, "Come on, it's only the rest of your life." And she goes, "Wait a minute, I'm not a bigamist." And he goes, "No, I'm divorced. It's fine." And so, like, they cajole her. They sing the song called "Say I Do" da, or "I Do, I Do, I Do." Da, I knew it. <laughs> and so they like he like sings this song, and um, so they say I do say I do. I yeah. do, I do, I do, I do, I do. So they get married. Uh, oh, wait, I also forgot. So the whole thing was that she was, like, mad at him because, like, he was engaged oh, while they were, like, together. No, this is important. Yeah, this is important. And he was, like, he was like, you're right. He was like, I left. And he's like, and then I realized I was being crazy. He's like, I came back to the island. I broke off my engagement, and I came back to find you. Yeah. And she goes, why didn't you call me? And he was like, because I came back, and they told me you were off with some other guy. And he's like, I was stupid. I thought you'd be here waiting for me. And I realized you'd moved on. So I went back home and, like, my fiancé, like, took me back. So, like, he came back for her. He broke off his engagement and came back for her. But she was with either But she was with... I think it's assumed she was with Bill. Yeah. Um, And so... So it was tragic misunderstanding that made them miss out on 20 years of the relationship. Because she was obviously just on a rebound. Obviously. Well, and also, to be fair, it, this was in, like, 1979. It's not like they had, like, cell phones or, like, social oh, media. Yeah. Or she condoms. <laughs> or condoms. They, they just... had condoms. Oh. <laughs> Learn your... Oh, wow. Your Crazy. Pictures. She just obviously... I, I mean, like, I always just used one, so, right. like, I never had So, issue. so they decide to get married, and so they get married, and then um, they all see off Sky and Sophie while she re-sings I Have a Dream... <laughs> Like she did at the beginning of the show, but instead her dream is finding her father. Instead her dream is exploring the world with the love of her life. Mm. 
And wait, you think it's over. I, I do. But then. Wait, what? It's I not over. I angels. <laughs> but then after, or maybe before curtain call, they come out and they do a quick reprise of Mamma Mia. And then Donna and her two friends come out dressed in like crazy ABBA jumpsuits. Uh-huh. And they sing Dancing Queen. Oh, wait. Why don't we do it right now? Oh. But we already did it. You want to do it? We already did it. I mean, it we was. We can do it again. Okay. You, you can dance. You can jive. Having the time of your life. Ooh, see that girl. Watch that scene. Take in the dancing queen. Two times. <laughs> <laughs> and then yes. they do. Waterloo. Waterloo. I was defeated. You won the war. Waterloo. Promise I'll love you forevermore. And like the and the three men come out dressed in like Abba jumpsuits. And Harry brought. And Sky comes out in Abba jumpsuits. And Sophie comes out in a cute little like mini dress. Um. And fun fact. So Waterloo was like Abba's like. Big, big ass number one like hit yeah. but they couldn't figure out where to fit it in the musical where it would fit so that's why they built it into the curtain call like this because they're like we have to have it in there they built it into the sequel and it's actually really cute oh i want to watch the sequel now can we watch it right now i, I would don't love know to we watch can. it is it on netflix we can try to find it it might be somewhere Amazon but anyway yeah. that's the end of mama mia you guys Woo! thank you so much to our Thanks. guest star sarah what are your final thoughts Oh my gosh, I, I really do have a lot of questions about what the what the actual ethical <laughs> ramifications are of everything that's transpired here. And Everyone loves each other and it's walk. great. But I feel like it's just the feel-good musical of 1999. You're not supposed to think about it too oh, yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right? You're just supposed to enjoy it. So, yeah. Mamma Mia, Italian for my mom. My Woo! mom. Shall it's we like clink? My mom. Oh God. Very clink. gently. Ready? Next time. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Drop musical. Drop musicals. Whale sounds. We out. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to leave a review to let us know what shows you want us to do. And don't forget to subscribe to get alerts when more episodes are available. This show is edited by David M. With original music from Teiji. For links to more of his music or additional show content, check out our Tumblr at drunkmusicals.tumblr.com. Good, Good show, show, everyone. Listen, oh, I cannot type I